So here we are taking a different uh, uh, perspective. So starting from the same panel data set, we asked ourselves a slightly different question, and that is, if universities are really diversifying or specializing, so if we observe the different patterns of diversification and specialization in the sector, um, what interventions underpin this pattern? So when we see universities who di which diversify their knowledge transfer engagement by broadening the range of channels they're working with, or universities specializing uh, by narrowing the range of channels that they're working with and instead focusing on, focusing on specific ones, um, what kind of management intervention allow these uh, different patterns of change to take place? Okay? So we have taken a different approach in order to address this question, and instead of looking at the macro data set, we have identified interesting cases of universities which have indeed exhibited these patterns, and we've tried to understand <coughs> what kind of interventions underpin the different patterns of engagement in knowledge exchange. Okay, that's the idea. Um, this, um, there has been quite a lot of work on uh, um, how different university characteristics are associated to different engagement, different profiles of engagement. Okay, so there is research which says, well, you know, they, if, you, if you are research intensive and you specialize in science and engineering, then you're more likely to focus on patents, spin-outs, and research contracts. If you end with the deal with industry, if you're a teaching intensive institution you and you specialize in the humanities and the social sciences, mm -hmm. then you're more likely to focus on consultancies. If it's, um, um, you know, executive education programs, regeneration programs, and to interact with the, the public sector, the charity sector, and so on. But the literature has not looked very much, in fact, I don't think it has looked much at all, at what are the underpinning factors that determine the variety of knowledge exchange activity that universities engage in. So whether they are more diversified or more specialized in their knowledge exchange profiles. Um, which has policy implications, okay, and this is what we will try to tease out from our two papers eventually. Um, <coughs> so this is one gap, you know, that we find in the research. How do these, pro how do the knowledge exchange profiles change over time, particularly in terms of changes in the variety of knowledge exchange channels used and of stakeholders involved in knowledge transfer? And the other research gap is which management intervention underpin these changes, okay? Because there is quite a lot of literature which says universities with different characteristics, different <coughs> endowments, different assets, um, engage in knowledge transfer differently, but there isn't that much, to my knowledge, about what actually are the management interventions that allow this to happen. So we try to address a little, you know, this, to fill this research gap uh, in, in this specific way. Um, there are three possible patterns of change that we identify in the variety of <coughs> knowledge exchange activities or channels that universities engage in. University can be specializing over time, as we said earlier, so they reduce the range of channels and of stakeholders or stakeholders, one or the other, or both, they work with. They can change the mix <coughs> of knowledge exchange channels or of stakeholders they work with without changing the overall specialization that they have. Or they can diversify, so starting from a narrower base of activities, of channels, they become broader and they do a bigger variety of things, or they engage with a bigger variety of stakeholders. What kind of framework do we adopt to try and understand the uh, changing man the management intervention that underpin these patterns? Well, um, I have been looking at, we have been looking at these control system theories, which was uh, 
um, promoted by Simons in the mid-1990s. And this author, who is a management theorist, he argued that if you want to achieve strategic change within an organization, there are four different kinds of systems that you can act on. You can act on the belief system, which is uh, um, what you can do in order to get people involved in the strategy and sort of get them to buy into the strategy <coughs> that you want to pursue. And if you do, then your interventions have to do with communicating your mission, your values to the employees, to the staff, in order to get them to participate in what you're trying to do. You can have boundary systems intervention, which actually try to prevent people from doing things that are not aligned with the strategy. So you want them to be uh, doing certain things and not others. And to do so, you need to speci <coughs> specify and enforce the rules of the game. And this typically happens through incentives and through support structures, support initiatives. Diagnostic control systems have to do with uh, how do you reinforce this behavior? Well, you do that by setting targets, not just by uh, setting incentives. You set, in tar you set targets and you measure whether these targets have been achieved. So setting the targets and measuring them has to do with the di diagnostic control system has to do with this part of the interventions. And then another one is, actually, there is also another type of control system which has to do with uh, um, grasping opportunities that emerge. So if you want to have a more exploratory strategy, you need to, you can engage the interactive control system intervention, which has to do with increasing the probability that people will grasp new opportunities. And typically you do that through intervention that open up organizational dialogue to encourage learning. So facilitate interactions, facilitate dialogue, facilitate discussion between people within and outside the organization. And we thought that this framework is actually quite a useful organizing tool to try and think about the management intervention that universities can implement um, in order to achieve different change patterns. Um, so I'm not going to... <coughs> So our, um, if we look at this intervention, what we, what, what we thought is that you could possibly um, expect that all kinds of strategies will be underpinned by some belief systems intervention, because for any strategy you need some alignment between what strategy you want to achieve and the fact that people need to buy into the strategy and behave accordingly. Um, Boundary systems and diagnostic control systems intervention are probably more important for organizations that pursue a specialization and a mixing strategy because what you want the people to do is to either focus on what they're already doing rather than pursuing other activities or to switch from one type of activity they're already doing to a different one. So you need to have a clear set of incentive and support systems to get people to behave accordingly. And then you need to measure whether what people are doing is actually aligned with this, with this specific strategy. So we expect the boundary system and diagnostic control system interventions will be more important for universities that adopt knowledge exchange specialization or mixing strategies. Universities which diversify instead are trying to open up the range of knowledge exchange channels they are engaging in. And so we are expecting that interactive control system interventions will be more important okay, in this area because you want, them peop you want people to do new things and so to get new opportunities for uh, interaction <coughs> as well. And maybe knowledge exchange mixing will have an element of this too because you are trying to change your profile. Maybe it is universities which used to do a certain type of knowledge exchange and then that is no longer feasible, so you need to do something else. And in order to, to do this other, to grasp these opportunities in new area, you might need, uh, um, again, this 
kind of interventions which open up dialogue with new uh, potential partners. So this is our framework. Our empirical strategy is a bit complicated, so I'm going to uh, go quite quickly without getting lost in the details. We basically, we looked at the, we tried to identify <coughs> which universities have changed their profile of engagement in knowledge exchange using our panel data set. By looking at those which have a high standard deviation in the diversification or differentiation index, so those that exhibit a profile of change, okay? And we find 34 universities that fit this profile. Then we looked at what, what, are, what, what kind of profile they have. Are they diversifying, specializing, or mixing? Out of these 34, we identified 12 cases of universities that we then interviewed. And we made sure that these 12 cases were representative of the three patterns. So some of them were specializers, some of them were diversifiers, some of them were mixers. Okay, we wanted the three of them reflected. We interviewed the key knowledge exchange management in each of the 12 universities. We recorded, transcribed them, and analyzed the transcripts. Um, right, I'm going to skip this because uh, um, we don't have a lot of time. But the idea is that we uh, then coded the interviews. We identified <coughs> emerging first and second order teams within the four areas from these transcripts. And we align them with our theoretical framework, with the four uh, key uh, cate conceptual categories of our framework, okay, based on control system theories. And we examined which themes were relatively more prevalent for each of these three change patterns. So which themes, um, in which themes there was a relatively higher code frequency uh, <coughs> on the part of each type of organization. Okay, so we wanted to see um, whether knowledge exchange specializer, knowledge exchange mixers, or knowledge exchange diversifiers tend to um, discuss one type of intervention more than the other type of university. Okay, so for each type of intervention, we try to see which, which, type, of which type of knowledge exchange uh, strategy was more associated with that type of intervention. I don't know if I explained that properly. Um, so what do we find coming up to our finding? We find that when it comes to uh, interventions that have to do with bound belief systems, so um, when, we, when it comes to talking about strategies and uh, knowledge exchange strategy mm -hmm. and the focus and mission of knowledge exchange at the institution, knowledge exchange focus and how it aligns with the mission of the institution, we find that yes, all of the, um, all of the different um, universities talk about this, but they talk about different things. So knowledge exchange diversifies talk more about having a central knowledge exchange strategy, which makes sense because if you want to diversify, you need to explore in all directions. So you want the whole institution to be on board if you're adopting this, this approach. And mm. um, knowledge exchange specializers instead, they tend to uh, talk about the strategic importance of knowledge exchange, <coughs> but they talk about this at the level of the individual. So they tend to uh, discuss, discuss the, the, they increase awareness, the fact that they want to increase the awareness of knowledge exchange at the individual level, because the objective here is to encourage people that are already successful to do more of what they're already doing, <laughs> rather than opening up uh, other areas on, in a systematic way. Uh, knowledge exchange mixer, they are, they are also uh, talking about these things quite a lot, when they talk about strategy, interestingly, they talk about it more at the level of department of faculty. 
And this might be linked with the fact that they are interested in switching from, you know, they want to particularly emphasize knowledge exchange in certain areas rather than uh, everywhere, okay? So this aligns with the fact that they are focusing on departments rather than <coughs> the whole institution. They also talk a lot about their mission and how their strategy aligns with their mission and how it is important to have this kind of alignment. So they seem to be quite focused in what they're trying to do on particular departments, on particular faculties. Boundary system interventions, when we talk about incentives and support systems, again, as we expected, it is the KE specializers and the KE mixers who talk more about interventions in these areas. In particular, as I said earlier, the KE specializers, they have a lot of initiatives to support individual academics. So they talk about mentoring, uh, mentoring individuals to encourage them to do more of what they're already doing, but they also provide support to meetings, and general interventions. KE-mixers talk a lot about career incentives for academics and incentives for managers, uh, and also they organize uh, uh, workshops and meetings to support knowledge exchange. But again, when they talk about workshops, they talk about uh, focusing on specific areas okay, that, they want to, uh, that they want to promote. Then we have diagnostic control system. Again, there is a lot of discussion here at the, at the level of knowledge exchange specializers. Although the knowledge exchange diversifiers are talking a lot about benchmarking um, and the importance of benchmarking their performance against other institutions, uh, it might be that uh, uh, these less specialized institutions feel that more they are in more, more in competition with others, and so they talk about the importance of benchmarking more. Um, and then finally, when it comes to interactive <coughs> control system interventions, so we expected diversifiers <coughs> to talk a lot about these kind of interventions because they need to promote interactions across the institution. And indeed, they are the ones that talk more about institution-level collaborations. Okay? Although they, uh, they actually talk about collaborations at all levels, but they particularly stress, <coughs> unlike the others, the institutional level. Uh, and they talk about strategies to encourage collaboration and interdisciplinarity. So the idea is that if you're a knowledge exchange diversifier, you need to have a very institutional level strategy to support this, okay? You have a central approach to strategizing, you encourage <coughs> institutional level collaboration, you take a very broad institutional level perspective. <coughs> if you are a mixer, you talk about collaboration, but again, more at the level of faculty and department. So you need to be quite focused on what you want to achieve. You are trying to switch from one type of knowledge exchange to another, uh, you are aware that some departments are more likely to give you that kind of result. And so there is a department. So these are universities that specifically um, hedge their bets on specific departments and specific faculties to perform. Um, in, in specializers instead, again, they have more of a focus on the individual. They encourage interdisciplinarity, but at the level of individual academics, because they know that interdisciplinarity is very highly prized by research funders and so on. And so uh, this is another way to get people who are performing well to do even better. So these are the patterns that we think we are, trying, we are seeing in our data. We think they're quite uh, strong. They're interesting that they are also consistent with the theoretical framework. And this is what we uh, summarize. <coughs> you know, if you are a specializer, you focus on the university's competitive strength to enable researchers to do more of what they're already doing well. So you want to create awareness of among academic, you want to support them and mentor them, you want to identify and share best practice and support interdisciplinarity. 
if you are a mixer, you are refocusing, focus, uh, fo refocusing from certain activities to others. And so what you do is you communicate mission focus and key stakeholders, you focus on certain departments and faculties, you promote interaction between those departments and those faculties that you want to um, invest on, and you also do career incentives. And finally, the diversifiers exploit the variety of competences within the institution to allow new key, key activities and new stakeholders to emerge. You develop a central knowledge exchange strategy to involve all parts of the institution, and you promote interaction within the universities at all levels, as well as collaboration between academics. I think yeah. it's so <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.